Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, episode 36. Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, actionable music production tips to take your music to the next level. And now, your host, Jason Timothy. Hey guys, Jason Timothy here, musicsoftwaretraining.com. I'm going to share how you can get organized for music production. Because the worst thing that can happen with your music making is that you aren't properly organized in several different categories. Uh, Without organization, your ideas are not gonna be able to flow through as quickly. And more often than not, you're gonna lose those inspired ideas because you're moving too slow. Your brain is moving faster than you're able to catch up with, right? So what you want is to have everything ready to go so when inspiration hits you, you can immediately get right down to business. So I'm gonna share four different ways to organize yourself so that when the inspiration comes and you sit down at your studio, you're ready to go, your mind is clear, and all the tools you need are ready to go for you so that you can just start tackling what's in your head. Or you could start experimenting, you know, even if you've got no ideas. Uh, that is one great thing about being organized. It's the right sounds will be there for you even if you don't have an amazing idea to start with, okay? So first and foremost, we're gonna get into the mental preparation because if you're not mentally prepared, it doesn't matter what information you have, it doesn't matter what tools you have, it doesn't matter how prepared you think you are, if you're not mentally prepared, things are gonna go south pretty quickly, all right? So a few things that I recommend that will mentally prepare you and organize you for music production. One, work on music every day, okay? It doesn't have to be an hour or two hours, three hours. It could even be 15 minutes. But start setting the habit that you sit down, hopefully at the same time every day, to work on your music, okay? Now, if you end up working longer than 15 minutes, great. But that doesn't take away your need to come back the next day and put in at least your 15 minutes. I hope that makes sense to you. It's much better to consistently work every day than it is to sporadically work once a week or twice a week and you know kind of do these marathon sort of uh, studio sessions. Now those could be cool, don't get me wrong, but you should also have your daily practice set in place, okay? Because what's gonna happen is that daily practice is gonna keep your mind open for creative ideas every single day, and you're not gonna forget what you did the day before. It's gonna be like the story keeps unfolding, but you don't forget the story on the way, right? So you don't have to go back and relearn all kinds of things or to figure out where you're actually at with a particular song you're working on. So daily habit is very, very important. Another thing I recommend, if possible, is to try to work first thing in the morning. Uh, That might sound counterintuitive. Some of you guys are night owls, but I find um, either late evening or early morning. The reason I like early morning is you can get to it very first. You've just come up from several hours of sleep, so you're starting off fresh, and all the frustrations of the day haven't caught up with you yet, right? Where at the end of the day, you've gone through all the frustrations of the day and all the clutter and things, and those might be sitting with you as you're trying to produce. So totally up to you, but I recommend that you try to create your practice first thing in the morning. And you know, if you work early or whatever, maybe it's possible that you can get up an hour earlier in the morning and maybe go to sleep an hour earlier at the end of the day, right? Next, this is really simple, but most of us don't do it. Drink a gallon of water every day, like hydrate the hell out of yourself. 
It's just gonna give you more energy, more focus. Your body's going to react really well to it. It's just gonna make you healthier overall. So you don't need to have any special water or whatever, unless your tap water is terrible, then you know, try to get a filter or something like that. But a gallon of water a day will really uh, change a lot of things and really help your brain uh, focus much better. The next practice is choosing what you're going to accomplish before you start working on your music, okay? So if you have an idea of what you want to get done, you can break those down so before into we get there, kind of baby I steps, to let you guys right? know that this podcast so that way, is sponsored every day you're marking Ableton something off your list or, you know, maybe you've got a, a process that might take a couple studio sessions, but, you know, you can get half level. done today and half done Go to tomorrow, but this way you have that momentum because you have a direction that you're going in. So you don't want to just come into your music production blind. You want to think about how can I get 5% further today than I, than I was yesterday, right? And if you keep on making these tiny goals, you're going to reach you your final it. goal of finishing and if you uh, do, great songs subscribe to much the more quickly and efficiently. With your okay? music producers. Uh, you can next, also follow me on make Instagram sure to tell those around you, especially in your household, that you know, the studio Ableton time is your sacred time. So when you sit down habits, to do your music, you'd like to connect with me ask your family, ask your friends, ask your roommates, just not to interrupt you during this particular daily habit, right? Because every time you get your concentration broken, it's gonna take you probably 15, 20, maybe even more minutes to get back into the groove of where you were. So especially if you find yourself in a flow, you don't want someone to interrupt that flow. Otherwise that's going to uh, interrupt your ability to work at your peak level, all right? So those, those are the mental preparations that I recommend to you. Next, we're gonna get into physical preparation. And this is pretty straightforward. Uh, the first thing you wanna do is clean and organize your studio, all the physical space around your studio, right? You don't want a bunch of clutter all over because once again, that's gonna clutter your brain. Um, so keeping your physical space clear can really help you come in with an empty slate, all right? And then the, the next thing I recommend to you is to clear off your computer desktop. If you've got tons of icons and stuff on your desktop, just create one folder, call it desktop, and drag all the icons, everything you've got into that one folder. So that way, when you sit at your computer, you don't have any distractions from icons and things like that. And you're gonna be really surprised if you haven't done this before of how much more efficient it will make you. All right, so that, that's the physical prep. Next is the listening preparation, okay? So what I recommend to you is to figure out what your sound is, what, what your style of music is going to be. And it could be obviously a collection um, of different styles that you're bringing together, and that's overall fine. But what I would recommend to you is sit down and listen to a DJ mix in your basic style of music, right? And the reason for this is that you wanna take note on the types of sounds that are all these, you know, that the mix, all the songs in the mix have in common. Because this is gonna give you an idea of the types of sounds that you're probably gonna want in your song, at least the, the most important elements that you're gonna want in your song. So uh, you wanna be able to listen to each of the drum sounds, especially the kick, snare, hi-hats, those sorts of things, percussion if there is that, and try to describe it so that way when you go to looking for sounds, you know what types of sounds you wanna look for instead of just starting at the beginning of your, your sample folder and going through thousands of sounds. That's not gonna really give you 
the freedom to create. You're, you're gonna just get lost in trying to find the right sound. So figure out and describe what those sounds are. You wanna do the same thing with, uh, with bass sounds. You wanna do the same thing with synth sounds. Uh, if stabs or something are in your song, then you wanna note that as well. These are like the, the, the elements that kind of work best for your style. And you don't have to create a song with all these elements if it doesn't work for your song, but it's really good to have these prepped so you are prepared to create when an idea comes to you. Another thing that I would recommend is try to note any uh, effects that are on sounds. Do you notice a certain kind of reverb? What, how would you describe the reverb? Are you noticing delays? Um, is it, uh, does it sound like it's running through saturation? Is it a little bit dirtier? Um, figure out what kinds of effects might be being used. Maybe there's a certain kind of chorusing or flange or you know whatever it is, if you can recognize it, filter obviously, uh, if you can recognize it, then you can describe that so you kind of know the types of effects that you're gonna want to have at your arsenal uh, right away. You, you kind of want your, your short list, if you will. So that's what I would do before getting into the process of sitting down to create. And you, you don't need to do that every day. You just need to do this so you're prepared to organize all the stuff in your computer. So that's the next step is your studio preparation. Right? So in the studio, what you wanna do is you wanna create drum kits uh, based on the, the types of sounds that you've described in your listening session. So what I recommend, you could either have a different kit for every sound, like a different kit for your kicks, your snare, your hi-hats, you know, all, the main sounds that you're gonna have. Uh, or uh, if you've got 128 slots to work with, with your, uh, your drum program, then you could, put collections of kicks and a collection of hi-hats and a collection of snares and so forth, claps, that sort of thing. Uh, but what I recommend is you only pick 10 of each sound, all right? With 10 sounds, especially when you get into layering of those sounds, you can get a wide variety of great sounds and you're picking sounds that work for your style. So these sounds are ready to go. So you can basically drag in one kit that has all the sounds or several kits that have all the, the separate sounds for you and that's just gonna make things work much quicker because you're giving yourself less choices. Uh, the next thing I would do is think about those bass sounds that you wrote down, how those are described, and try to make you know between three and five bass sounds, right? I mean, back in the day when it was you know real bass players playing in live bands, you know, for the most part, they were using the same bass guitar through you know most of their music, maybe two bass guitars or whatever. Um, and the whole album usually uses that same bass. So your bass sound can kind of become your signature. You don't need to change your bass sound with every single song. In fact, I've probably gotten by for years on variations of let's say five different bass sounds, all right? And you can do the same thing. And what's great is once you get a sound that really works and fits with the types of grooves that you're making, it'll be much easier for you to create bass sounds. So I would recommend that you save three different bass sounds as your go-to. And the way I create go-to presets is I just put 000 in front of the name. That way, all of my custom presets come up to the top alphabetically. And you can do whatever it is you want. That's just the way that I do it. Um, do the same thing with the presets that's in your DAW, okay? So uh, I'd go through the DAW and find sounds that are similar to what I'm going for that you recognize you can tweak to your liking. Um, and those will be kind of starting points that you can have for different synth sounds and stab sounds and other sorts of things. So I'd go through that. That way, you're not searching through all this, all these presets, thousands of presets on all your synths. You know, you've got you know ten great presets for certain synth sounds or whatever. 
And that's going to really free up your mental space so that as you're putting songs together, you can grab a sound that's close enough uh, as you go through. Now you can always come back and fine tune, but I think the best process is to get the ideas down as quickly as possible with sounds that are close to what you're thinking of and then move yourself from there, all right? So once you do that, once you've got your sounds, now you're prepared every day to sit down and produce for your 15, at least 15 minutes a day, right? So what you'll do is my recommendation to keep the process going uh, even more quickly for you and taking out um, overthinking things. What I would do is I'd start with you know, uh, a basic drum, bass, and maybe one other element, maybe a synth part or whatever, uh, or pads or something like that, uh, just to get a vibe for a sound, uh, kind of a, a decent groove happening, you know, that you've come up with yourself. And then the next thing that you'll want to do is find yourself like a basic template. Find yourself a, a, a song that you like the structure of, right? And you like some of the sounds of. And then, my cat's going crazy right now. Uh, and then what you wanna do is uh, you could use that as a reference track. And since you've already started with your own idea, you're not gonna be copying the original song. So with that, you'll be able to kind of move more quickly. And when you get stuck, you can check with this reference song to make sure that you're still heading kind of in the right direction because it's very easy for you to get off track. So with that, those are the ways that I recommend that you organize yourself for music production. I hope this helps you guys. This is just a small hint of what I teach in my master course, the Create NEP in 30 Days. Uh, the doors are closed right now, but there should be a link if you want to join the waitlist because the doors will be opening probably within a, a month or two. So if this sort of stuff kind of piques your interest, I'd love to uh, have you on board. You can join the wait list and it'll just, once we're getting ready to open, you'll just get all the information about that. And obviously there's no obligation to join, but if you're interested in finding out more about it, that would be the place to go. With that guys, have a fantastic one, happy music making, and I'll speak to you soon, bye. Hey guys, thanks again for listening. And if you like this type of content, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Don't forget that you can read my best-selling book, The Mental Game of Electronic Music Production, for free by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash the mental game. You'll also get my song recovery kit and my 101 Ableton Tips video totally free. If you'd like to connect with me more directly to see how I might be able to help you personally, you can schedule a free 15-minute session with me by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash application and answering a few quick questions. Happy music making, and I'll speak to you real soon.